oh then there was the time a year and a half ago i quit my job for kicks and giggles and then cashed out my retirement and like did a bunch of drugs And welcome to the Bar Mirror Podcast. I am your host, Jackie, and with me is my best girl, Dina. Hey, Dean. Hey, yo. And we are your soon-to-be favorite millennial ants, and welcome to episode five. Yeah. So how was your week, Dee? Anything interesting happen? Um, I don't know. No? <laughs> I don't know. You know, that's <laughs> the thing. I, I'm busy. You know I'm busy yeah just working i am so busy working working all the jobs how many jobs do you have now yeah i have well technically it's three three but i also like if anybody wants me like house sit pet sit i'll do that yeah i have like i freelance and i have two part-time jobs well i think that goes with our Oddly yeah, enough, I was just I, <laughs> I I was just trying to make a little conversation and be like, hey, what's up? But uh, it goes right into our topic this week. Exactly. So. Uh, our topic this week is work, hustle, culture, hustle, culture, work, hustle, side culture, side hustle. It's making the money, making the monies, getting that bread on that grind, doing what we got to no, do. No days off. In this capital uh, dystopian hellscape we all live in. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think we as, you know, millennials, we have had um, quite a journey, especially us with, like with you and me being like a little on the older millennial side. But it was so timely because I saw an opinion piece, a really lovely opinion piece in the New York Times today. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, millennials are hitting middle age and it doesn't look like what we were promised. Oh, and yeah, yeah it is, uh, it's quite, it's quite the piece, but it has a lot of uh, 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 interesting thoughts about being middle-aged. And my favorite quote from somebody who is 41 years old he says uh, to the question do you think of yourself as middle-aged and he said physically yes economically i'm in my 20s and i think that is probably the most poignant way to put the hustle grind job culture that was bestowed upon our generation that makes a lot um, of sense yeah and just mm-hmm. all the ups and downs we've been through because i, mean, I we feel had, that because i mean it wasn't even like because we were in high school during the dot-com bubble burst so yeah. that just that just set the tone right there and then 9-11 happened and then like you know there was a job boom under the iraq war and then it all went to shit around yeah. 2008 by the time we were graduating college you know like just getting into the job market it's like what job market there wasn't a job market everything just crashed and like i I did. I didn't graduate college, but I was supposed to. My graduating yeah. year was would have been. 08. We're saying, yeah, we're saying, like you know, theoretically, like we would have yeah. been. We because we were, because um, my graduation would would have been, um, two thousand seven, spring two thousand seven. But mm-hmm. I uh, I joined the workforce like a full time actually around the same time I would have graduated anyway. I got you know a full time salary job um but i got lucky because my full-time job had been hourly but i worked for i will just say a 
cultural institution that is attached to a state higher ed institution. Yeah. So they created a line item for me. And once you create a line item, then you're stuck. So <laughs> they created a line item for me before the crash, before like the recession. And I was, I was lucky because I at least had that. And I did not have my own apartment at that time. I was still living at home. So I got, I was very, very fortunate to um, kind of weather that. And I, you know, and I, I got my own apartment, like, you know, during the, the recession times, but mm-hmm. I had time to like save up and like live at home. And that was like really great. And now I'm like almost 40 and I'm just like, you know, I just want to move back home again. Right. <laughs> I'm just Just like, hey, it's like, you know, it's like my grandpa out there, like 91 years old. I'm just like, come on, come home. He's got an extra room, right? There are two. two. Oh, there are two extra rooms. There are two extra bedrooms in the house. more than enough room for you. (laughs) Yeah. I'll put an RV in the backyard. I do not care. Like either, but there are two bedrooms and one of them still has a bunch of my stuff in it. So I'm like. Oh, well, you're halfway moved in anyway. Yeah, I know. Just like. (laughs) 38 years old I'm like coming home we're, we're doing it but yeah. I've been I was working as a CNA in 2006 and 7 mm. and so it wasn't it, the the recession when it came in 08 really didn't I didn't really feel so affect like I wasn't really struggling to find work. I don't I don't remember anyway. Yeah. Um, I did have like little I I did work in a fast food restaurant for a little while. My brother was was a assistant manager or one of the a manager something and got me that job for a while. Um I did do I was a nanny for my special needs cousin for about a year so I didn't and so that was like private kind of you know so I didn't really I don't know I didn't feel the recession as much as other people and I think maybe that was that was kind of a lot of it um because I do remember there being um, a lot of layoffs in certain sectors and a lot, mm. some of my friends even got laid off. They were like in their first jobs and then they just didn't have jobs. Mm. Um, and it was, uh, it was very interesting. Cause I think that there, we, we really didn't get it um, as bad as uh, I think some other places just because of where we live. Like I yeah. think in terms of where we, in terms of where we live, like sometimes these like um, inflationary crises and these, um, recession moments and they we have we are such like a center of commerce that there tends to be a job as long as people are buying goods but we're slowly getting to the part where people are no longer buying goods because they can't afford them so everything's so expensive yeah i know i've just been training for this because i have been so poor and hustling for so long that i don't even hardly go to the grocery store I just like have all these different resources that I use and I just never quit using them like food pantries and just like, you know, different types of cheap places to shop like Aldi's. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. But like food pantry, like I can't even remember the last time I bought a bag of rice. I just get it from the food pantry. Like I just, I'll get rice and peanut butter from them all the time. People are like, what do you eat? I'm like rice and peanut butter constantly. So I'm doing okay. 
I'm doing that. Yeah. You're doing it. <laughs> yeah. But I just realized it's like I I didn't always, and I think it's sort of like a shows how things have gotten progressively worse. Is that I have to the harder I have to hustle, the worse things get <laughs> for everybody. I'm just like the human barometer of like how's, the economy. How's Dina doing? Dina, how you doing? Are you Dina has oh, Dina has bad. yeah, Dina has four jobs right now. The economy is not great. <laughs> um like Dina has one job everything's kind of okay so yeah mm-hmm. of course I was forced to get one job during the COVID uh shutdown I I got to work remotely we both went remote during that time yeah and uh, but I didn't get to have my second side hustle of like a retail job for a very long time so I bum in and out of retail which is which is fun that's work- been your second your side hustle for a while is retail yeah. either in uh well jewelry or in yes my jewelry or um i did clothing retail for what like five years i have did yeah um i did sales for like six seven years um and i'll just straight name drop them i worked for i worked for sales uh, <laughs> and i loved it and i miss it very much um the ending of that was not uh, still not pleasant for me yeah because it was like it was an hr thing that was out of my control um when they were bringing people back from the pandemic they made a mistake and they are not going to correct their mistake so i'm kind of mad at it but no it's neither here nor there i work at barnes and noble now i always named opt up i work at a bookstore which is perfect for me per- oh yeah yeah yep. i was about to say i do miss the check-ins from azales but we get check-ins yeah. now from barnes and noble you get the barnes and noble check-ins so. yeah so. so, so that's good. But yeah, I generally hustle when I do any sort of like freelance um, on the side work that I can for anybody that I can because I need mm-hmm. the money because I am a single person who is trying to pay for things on her own. And yeah. I live in a place where wages are low and I don't have any, like I have tech skills, but I'm not like a tech person. If I was right. a tech person, I'd be doing just fine. I would have one job and I'd make six figures, right. but I don't have that. And I don't want that. I don't do that. You know, I am, I am a professor. I'm Dr. Owens over here. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really, that's not really my job, but, uh, but I'm, you know, I'm the, I'm the academic, the humanities nerd. So mm. that's what I do. And there's no money in it, but I'm happy. It's hard to get out of, you know, <laughs> when you have a, you know, I've been thinking about like where my job is going, you know, or what I want to do with my job just in general, you know, if it's something I'm interested in staying, because right now my job is, it's just, a, it's something that I kind of fell into. It started as a temp job nine years ago. And now. And then I almost, just, yeah, it's been almost 10 though, hasn't it? It'll be 10 in November. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I kind of just want to stick it out just to stick it out to make it to 10, you know? Yeah. And it started. Well, weren't a, you, weren't you officially hired in the summer? Like you weren't, you weren't officially hired until November because you were hired as a temp. In the oh summer. yeah. I had so three, I had about three months of temp. Yeah. So because we were, because we both got a temp job through a temp agency at mm-hmm. the same time. And yeah. I remember it was like basically the same week, I think. We both yeah. got a job. Yeah, I was and, in the summer. And I had been summer on, I, I had been just fully unemployed for like six months. And so that was really exciting. But, I don't remember what I was. I think I was I think I was still nannying at that point. I think you were. Yeah. I yeah. think you were, you were doing like nanny stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we were both just kind of like doing whatever we could for six months. Yeah, I was yeah. gathering eggs on the weekend too. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. I would. Oh yeah. That was, see, that was 50 bucks a day, man. I'd go yeah. out to these commercial chicken houses and gather eggs and it was dirty and it was gross and I hated it, but oh, yeah. hey, it was a hundred bucks a week, you know, 400 yeah. bucks a month, you know, and you it, was, it was easy work. It was just gross work. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't particularly all that great. And you know, it, but you know there's a side hustle there's money you yeah know, nanny didn't bring in all the big bucks yeah you know? and then you like got this temp job with like you know a corporate entity and then you be- then you like became a cubicle sitter like everybody else yeah and i sat in a cubicle <laughs> and it was like a kind of like a it was a regional like it was a mid-sized corporation you know mm-hmm. like it had we had a overseas office but we weren't a huge company and now like over like four or five years ago we got bought out by a like a bigger bigger Mm -hmm. like worldwide corporation so as it happens yeah as it does and so i'm learning i've been learning over the last few years what it's like to be owned by a great big giant corporation and there are benefits but there are some there are down downsides of course but and you you know, know you're thinking you're thinking about your future there Oh, but yeah, like I just, you know, I just don't know. I've been doing the same thing, you know, but it's here in my mind. I was like, okay, well, I'll just do the thing during the day that I know is secure. I have health insurance that pays my bills, you know, um, and then I'll do like my side stuff on the side, you know, the things that I want to do, the the work I want to do, you know, the writing of my books or my other side projects, just things that I want to turn into a actual career or an actual full-time yeah. job but I've or been just do them to make yourself happy right like well everybody likes to turn their because hobbies that's into the thing side hustles like, now you don't have to turn your hobby into a side hustle it you don't a hobby. it could yeah. i don't want to however i'm finding that that's not really working out for me so what's it doesn't really matter whether i want to or not it's not working out so yeah. i'll just stick to my my well, yeah but that's okay because it's like they're, things that, they're, they're things that make you happy well yeah i mean i still do them you know, if yeah i do the, you know they're hot they're hobbies but yeah it would be great to make some money off of them but i still do them because i enjoy them if i didn't enjoy them then people need the hobbies point. yeah people need hobbies people do need hobbies what i would love though is a more tactile brainless kind of hobby like like i need to have my grandmother teach me to crochet so i could just do it while i watch tv or something all my hobbies take take brain power and i need Mm. a mindless hobby you know yeah you need like crochet or something yeah because crochet is very easy you can also do it like with your fingers without a needle oh yeah i've seen people do that with like the big the big ones yeah yeah well not even like that yeah she tried to teach me in like 2007 when I lived with her for a little yeah. bit, but it it's actually, stick. it's actually super, super easy to get back into and YouTube videos. That's what they're there for. YouTube oh, is amazing. That's true. I could just YouTube, but yeah, I mean, yeah, YouTube, YouTube is, you know, YouTube is great. Oh yeah. I YouTube everything. That's it's like I the people, to... it's like the people who edited the best picture this year, everything, everywhere, all at once. They learned how to edit from YouTube videos. <laughs> i like, love it that's great <laughs> or or it's like they i think they were like film editors but they like didn't really use like premiere and they didn't know how to accomplish the things they wanted to accomplish so they like had to use the youtube's the, 
Uh, YouTube's the open, open source they had software. To, they had to open those YouTubes and figure out how to use, like, how to figure figure out how to do what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And these and they won a damn Oscar, so you can get on there and learn how to fucking crochet, Jackie. I will. Think <laughs> it'll help me feel better for yeah. the little raise I I just got my very yeah. small raise. Well, at least you're getting them. They blamed it on inflation. Oh, of course they did. Yeah. Let's not give anybody any extra money to help combat inflation because of inflation. Let's not give them inflation. more money to buy the products when they're not buying the products. Which, according to the news outlets I have heard, is 53% because of corporate greed, not because of other things. It's so, all corporate greed. Whatever. They have to maintain their profits. And so in order to maintain their profits and keep shareholders happy, they have to make the prices go up. You know what? That's really nice about having, uh, you know what? I I bank at a credit union and I mm-hmm. only get like a buck 50 a month, but that's my buck 50. That's your buck 50. That's, that's actually my pretty buck good. 50. Yeah. yeah. And like, good. there's not much, there's not much money in there, but that buck 50 is mine. Does it go to a yeah. shareholder? No, that's mine. Thank you very much. Yeah. I don't even, I don't even care about my banks. I use like cash app as my bank because they, <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, it's insured. It's the money's insured well, by the cool. FDIC. I mean, their, oh. basic, their function is a bank. They give out Oh, loans. they're a bank. Yeah. yeah. Well, they use a real bank. Yeah. Well, with all you know, with all the banks, the three—I've heard of three banks closing in the in the last weekend. Yeah, but those are just like you know, they're they're closing. But it's like if you were using that bank, you probably had a lot of money, and I ain't one of those people. This is true. I've heard it's mostly just tech bros. Yeah, it's and tech bros people. Stuff. It's just wealthy people money, and I don't give a shit about wealthy people's money. Um, I only have a crap about mine because I don't have any. Um, <laughs> The only thing I worry about, and to be honest, like that's it's sort of by design. I sort of live this way on purpose because you know me. I'm like, I don't like doing this. I'm gonna quit my job and just do something else. And usually, there's about four months of financial terror involved in that decision, and things go really bad, and then you get better, and then I get bored again, and I get another job. This is me. This is me, your elder millennial, late, Mm -hmm. your late young adult friend. So yeah, it's, jobs, that's what I do. And it's yeah. like the complete opposite of like, you know, I treat my jobs as hobbies. Other people treat their jobs as like what you just said. Like it's your, it's your salary, it's your stability, it's your health insurance, it's all that. And then you use the rest of your time. Yeah. If I'm not having fun. If I don't enjoy what I'm doing, then I'm not going to do it anymore. Mm. And so I want to get, I want to be happy and get paid to be happy. I want to monetize my happiness. Mm. That's how I'm doing it. So it's like, yeah, I have a a great way. I like that. That's a really great way. But it's awful. I don't have health insurance. I'm broke all the time, but I'm, I enjoy the things that I do and I find it interesting to talk about my work, but at the same time, all I do is work and all I do is talk about work and my entire identity gets wrapped up in that. And I don't like that. And it's like now on one of my Discord chats, it's just like, um, hey, I've been to do a giveaway. Did anybody want uh, just want to claim these movie tickets I had? And it's just like, no, I have to work. Like, I have to, I can't go to that thing. I have to work. And every time it's mm. like, oh, we have this event. Oh, I can't do that. I have to work. Like yeah. that's, and so now I become the, you know, Dina has to work. Like that's, like we, we know what Dina does. She fucking works because that's all she can talk about. 
the fact yeah. that she's at work or she can't like tune into the show this week because she's at work but she'll tune into it at work like with an earbud like that's <laughs> it, that's just dina works that's that's my identity that has and that's, and, and that sucks. Identity and it sucks. i mean yeah. you know and for and what happens is um and it did happen for a really long time was people stopped inviting me to things stopped asking me if i was available for stuff uh and then i would go on social media and see all of my friends doing things mm-hmm. and i was just like i wasn't working that day like i was available you, they were like well we're just tired of asking so yeah. that's just that sucks right yeah. now right now i just don't feel like i have like a good social circle so i can work all i want to and then i just sort of figure things out and i make plans with people here and there when i can so it's a little bit different but mm-hmm. um but yeah i know you do sacrifice a lot of a lot of that you know you you lose you lose social life and so it's just like there's never there's never a really good venn diagram for it you know it's like yeah like work money work life balance doesn't exist it just doesn't mm-hmm. for most people mm-hmm. those who can are really privileged to do so it's like i sort of in a way have have a decent enough one because i get to take naps if i want to <laughs> that is nice. in the middle of the day because my one of my jobs is a flexible remote position yeah. and i work i work whatever hours i want to usually i'm expected to be available generally during the day Mm. um in case there are questions or if i need to like do something real quick on the fly but i don't necessarily get monitored i submit my time it gets approved without question that's it Mm -hmm. so yeah if i have if i have that job and i'm working it from like say 8 a.m to 2 30 p.m i don't go to my other job till 4 30 i'm taking a damn nap like that's nap time that that two hours is my nap time i have some freelance stuff i might do in that two hours but you know, in essence, I am kind of in work mode brain for about 7 30, 8 o'clock in the morning until 10 p.m. at night. And I've done mm-hmm. this for and I've done this for years. Um, but it is catching up with me now. I am tired. You're not a spring chicken. You're not in your 20s anymore, lady. No, I'm really not. And it's really yeah. um it, but it has made no, I'm me tired. So you got yeah. tired. <laughs> no, I'm exhausted. Like I'm truly, truly exhausted. Like when I go visit Jake in a couple of weeks, I actually adjusted my flight. So a, it was like a little bit cheaper and B I would literally just have a whole day to just sleep. Yeah. Just a whole day where I, where I can just tell him go to work. I'm sleeping today mm. before I go home because what, if I go home, I'm not going to sleep. Right. Cause you're just going to jump right back into it. I'm just going to jump right back into my routine. So I'm going to have like, I have a whole day built in to my itinerary where I'm just going to just slumber mm-hmm. so hard. So, so yeah. Um, and yeah, it's like, I'm 38. I can't. And yeah, I know people who do, who do this until we were like, Oh, well, my mother did it till she was 70 years old. She's a victim. That's yeah. Not, she's she's like, to. it's like, I, you're not supposed Why? to do this yeah this exactly isn't, this isn't like that's the that thing was about a hustle culture is that it's like it's a pissing contest of who can like wreck their bodies more by working the most amount of hours and have the fewest amount of hours in their time like it's like they're because they're trying to accomplish something i'm just trying to like 
pay such my a rent. weird flex yeah i'm just trying to like pay my rent and like not want to kill myself every day because the work i do is just soul crushing that's like that's the way i kind of see it like if this hustle to me hustle culture is is like if you're doing extra hustle it's because you have to you need to yeah. you know it's you're there are people who do it time. on purpose yeah that oh my god i don't know i don't get that one like that, i don't i don't either it's like it, it no. always happens with like tech bros and finance bros they're always like on a grind and it's like no you're annoying and you're never gonna go anywhere like you aren't like it's like you're, you're, uh, you, mm, it's like mm, have you really uh, uh, yeah mm, uh. no no this isn't this isn't great um i but, find yeah. that very unpleasant because i there a i I couldn't, I couldn't do it anyway. I need rest. I need rest. You know, even yeah. just huge swaths of energy for me. I need days of rest almost. And my brain gets just exhausted, which makes the rest of my body exhausted. And I can't, you know, I, I need multiple days of rest, which I'm kind of embarrassed to say, but I feel like I need more rest than the, than the average person. But when I'm then when I work, I, I hate it. I don't want to do it. It's not fun. You know, I could be burnt out at this point. I've been doing the same thing for nine years. You know, I could do it in my sleep. Really. I did just get, you know, I, I, I've, I'm, I'm good at it. You know, I get praised for my job being good at my job which is nice i i like that i'm kind of like the go-to girl that makes me feel good but you know it's not like it's something that i dream about doing you know where you get like there's no way if you would have started with me here at my company like you would have been gone years ago oh you know yeah and like here i am still here and whatever because i'm just you know, I need that security. I need that, you know, I need my health insurance. I need my, you know, my steady paycheck. I need, you know, I need to make sure, like, I don't want to work nights. I don't want to work weekends. That's one thing I like, you know, yeah. I, I no, don't like not... working nights and weekends. Yeah. I want, I want to work, you know, Monday through Friday, eight to five. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I'm like kind of a night owl anyway. It's just like what, what really sucks is like I'm one of those people who um, their brain really gets going around like 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. And so like by 9 p.m. I've already put in like 12 hours of work and then I want to come home and then I want to do like all my extra research. I want to do my extra writing and I'll stay up until one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Maybe later I sleep. Maybe I am. I have trained myself to sleep between four and six and a half hours a night. Mm -hmm. and anybody who's listening to this probably just like wanted what like just yelled just screamed because that is not enough sleep that (laughs) is that is not enough sleep and that's like that's like two maybe three REM cycles a night if I even get those because half the time I'm waking up after an hour and a half rolling over into another position I do that a couple of times Mm -hmm. so that's like you know probably four and a half six hours of sleep is what i sleep i'm very tired but yeah. i'm very tired yeah. but you know there's really no buts it sucks especially now that i'm getting older like i will uh literally just drop dead of a heart attack one day like that's just that's just how it's gonna be and but it's it's okay she worked real hard 
<laughs> Nobody can ever say I'm not a fucking hard worker. Do you have like but, a end game or is this just what your next like your plan is for i have no idea <laughs> well you know i have no idea but this one is because i can't do it as much as i used to because i used to do this like all the time mm-hmm, like yeah. you know i had i had a full-time day job that didn't pay me anything and then i worked 30 hours a week on top of it so i was working 70 hours a week for like two ish years mm-hmm. um i was suicidal at the end of that like I really I truly was mm-hmm. and it for for a lot of different reasons but it was definitely exacerbated by the fact that I was tired oh, yeah. and um so I found a way out of that situation and that's when I did my first hustle grind era um about six years ago when I was working like those four part-time jobs like freelancing all that because I was trying to finish school yeah and it made my schedule flexible so I could finish school. Um, this time I had a full-time salary position. I, I liked it just fine. The pay sucked, but I was getting sick all the time because of the stress. So mm-hmm. that's why I quit that job. It's because the stress was making me very ill and I, was, I had no sick time available. I couldn't accrue it couldn't accrue it fast enough and I was starting to encroach on you know leave without pay and it just didn't make sense to continue doing this job and I was I was like missing stuff because I was getting sick and then a crisis would happen and they would have to like hit me up at home when I'm like not even thinking straight and I messed something up and you're paying me $15 and some change an hour and I'm responsible for it's actually a significant responsibility in um, a higher ed department um, that like Truly, if I screw something up, it would just be the implications of that were actually really bad, Mm -hmm. but they weren't going to pay me more than, you know, 32 grand a year for it. That made no sense to me. And I was getting sick a lot. So I quit that job. And that, and that was sort of like, that's the, the, the hustle time I'm in right now. Oh, then there was the time a year and a half ago, I quit my job for kicks and giggles and then cashed out my retirement and like did a bunch of drugs. So There was that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's and, um, so Sagittarius. <laughs> yeah. I did that. I did that too. Um, and then I started doing like part-time jobs before I got that salaried position. Um, which mm-hmm. like my my goal then was just like I want to do something different. And so it did. And then it turned out to be making me sick. So I quit. And I started working back in retail part-time, but I had this opportunity at this other department where I really wanted to work. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have been there just for a few months and we're already working on how to get me like full-time. So, you know, that, that is the, that's the thing is that like, I'm not just going to do this forever. There is a goal. Yeah. You know, I want to go to grad school and the things that I, you know, that one of the jobs that I have right now is directly contributing to my success at getting in and my success when I get there. So, so there's that. Yeah. That's, um, yeah. And one of my freelancing things is also about that as well. Um, but I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I am very tired. Like there is a goal. There is an end game. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's just my, my general type of chaos is that, you know, I set a goal, I go achieve it or, you know, it changes. Like I thought I was going to apply for a different graduate program, which was another reason why I was quitting. 
mm-hmm. um, because I thought I was going to go this fall to this one program. But after I sat with it for a little while, I was just like, this is not an appropriate place for me to, uh, I'm not going to apply for this for a variety of reasons. Um, yeah. It didn't feel appropriate. And then there was just, you know, some maybe political, political things that I took issue with. So, um, so I didn't apply for that, which I'm very happy with that decision. And yeah. And now I have a cubicle. No, you I love, have a cubicle. I, I love my cubicle. And I I will probably go to my cubicle every day instead of like sitting at home and doing work here because I'm doing it much slower when I'm at home. That's another thing. Like the whole working from home thing. Like you thrive in that. I do not. Oh yeah, I love it. Mm-mm. I do mm. not like it. I thought I would because I, you know, I used to before in the before time, a long, long ago, I <laughs> In the I, before times, in long, long ago, <laughs> um, I, I mean, being a freelancer, like I would, you know, have you work from anywhere. I would do. work from anywhere, and so yeah. I would, I would do that. But the thing was, so when we started transitioning to like work from home opportunities, right before the truth shut down, and I got sent home because I had been sick with an unidentified respiratory infection for three months. Um, <laughs> good time. Um. I thought I was going to love it. Like I truly thought I was going to enjoy it. But then I realized that when I was freelancing, I actually wasn't doing it at home very often. I was going out or I was yeah. sitting at the li- or I was doing it at the library. Yeah. I would I would go to the library and sit down on a computer um, or take my laptop and go and work on stuff and listen to audiobooks and whatnot. But then I got stuck in my apartment with its one tiny window mm-hmm. and just the general existential dread that immediately washed over me. Mm-hmm. And it was not a good time. Yeah. I'm still finding mango white claw cans in my apartment. I'm like, where are you coming from? How many did I drink? <laughs> I think that's really interesting because like I was when they first were like, oh, two weeks, we're gonna send you home. I was like, oh great, two weeks. And I thought it was, you know, I was I wasn't, I mean, I I was kind of I was scared of whatever this you know virus thingy was, but also yeah. I was like, hey, two weeks at home, wonderful. Right. You know, and then it just kept getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. And now like I'm here just indefinitely. And I just I find that really interesting because yeah, the moment I work from home, I'm like, nope, yep, this is where I need to be. This is where I one, I'm not throwing up every morning on my way to work. <laughs> like just like out of like nerves and anxiety and panic, you know, and which I just thought was just me, like just just I just thought that was just a me thing, but no, I'm I've learned recently that, that was just anxiety every morning. Um just that I would just throw up every morning on the way to work. And yeah, yeah, that's just yeah. normal. Yeah, that's normal. Yeah, that's totally normal. Every everybody does that. <laughs> it's okay, but like, yeah, no, I I love working from home, and when they wanted us to go back in, I had another panic attack because I'm like, nope, nope, can't, yeah. can't do it. Yeah. I just and I my work has been better at home, and I just I don't I don't know what it is. I really don't. I can't tell. I feel, I know I do better at home. I know, like, I, I, I know I'm more comfortable here. You know, I still get up, I get dressed, you know, I get, I, I, you know, I, like, I put on a bra and everything, you know, I put on jewelry even, but like, you know, I get into work mode. I don't just sit in my pajamas. Like, oh, I do sure. Get dressed. 
Yeah, um, no, I mean, the, the shoes come on, like, I put on shoes when I'm in work mode. Yeah. Like, I actually, even if they're just, like, my little, I was, like, looking under my desk, I'm like, I have my little slippers under my desk, which I, I'll, like, literally, I'll put my feet in those. I'll, like, it, that's just the difference. I could be sitting here just, like, doing stuff, and then I'm like, it's not real work until I put my slippers on. Yeah. I have to have shoes on my feet. And then, like, like there's suddenly, something very... it switches my brain on. Mm-hmm. There's something very appropriate. I'm just like, there are shoes on. We're in business. This right. Business time. These are, this is business attire. Business sucks. Yeah. <laughs> no socks. You know how I hate socks. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel, though. It's, yeah. it's, I get in work mode and then when I'm done working, I'm, I'm done working, you know, take off the shoes, take off the bra. We're done for the day. We're done for the day. Yeah. And I did do before, before COVID though, I did do, uh, like in 2019, I did DoorDash a a bit, like for a couple of months, I DoorDashed a little bit, uh, just to get some extra money because I didn't want a part-time job, but I needed extra money because part-time job were, you know, and it was a schedule, you know, there was another boss, you know, and I didn't want that. And I liked the idea of DoorDashing because I could do it when I wanted to, I didn't have a boss, you know, it was just whenever I wanted to, but then I realized that I hated doing that too. So that didn't last very long. Well, you know, at least you tried. I did try. I mean, and I would make on roughly about like 50 bucks a night. Cause I would do it for maybe four mm. hours, three or four hours. And I'd make like 50 bucks with like mm. a tip and, and everything. And this was in 2019. So I don't know if yeah i mean who knows like what what difference it would be but i mean that's just like that's like basically arkansas minimum wage yeah which i'm like i'd probably make that anywhere else you know i mean i'm spending gas driving and gas prices weren't that bad back then or well they weren't terrible but i think they were about the same then as they are right now frankly probably at the moment and it was fine but you know it wasn't it, it was it, it was it was it's it fine. Was fine it was just not what it you was wanted fine. to do for for a side hustle for a side hustle i haven't yet to, i've yet to find a side hustle quote unquote that i like or that makes mm. me any money yeah i do no. i do do some design work though i have done mm-hmm. design work um i do uh, um every so often because i do have a uh a gig up on Fiverr and I'll do uh, yeah. people's uh like re like reunion, like family reunions or like team right. like corporate office you know t-shirts yeah. and people will say, "Hey, will you design this for me?" And I'll do it like something real, you know, I'll do like yeah, 30 bucks real cheap, you know, here's a design and they'll take it and go get it printed. So I do have that and so every so often maybe like once a month somebody comes comes knocking yeah yeah and while i i like it because it's it's i like to i like graphic design and i like just kind of doing these cute little you know they tell me what they want and i'm just like okay Mm -hmm. and and like i really i like doing that um but it's i don't i'm not I haven't gotten good enough. I, I don't say good enough. It hasn't gotten popular enough for me to make it into like a thing. Yeah. And well, plus, it's like, yeah, you know, yeah, if you get like doing it, you have to pump a lot into marketing for stuff like that too. Right. And I'm also afraid though, if I do, cause when I started doing it, I was like, oh yeah, I could totally do this. I love doing this. And I mm-hmm. do. 
I was afraid if I did it all the time that I would end up hating it. Oh, sure. You know, yeah, that's also that's also the point. It's just like the thing about like hobbies and things that you, you enjoy. Exactly. It's like, you know, yeah, you can monetize it, but you will come to hate that. Yeah. You start you will start to hate the thing you love because then it becomes a chore. It mm-hmm. isn't the thing that brings you joy. It isn't the thing that like relaxes you, that um stimulates your brain or whatever it is that it does for you. That and then you know, then people say, Oh, you should start selling them, you should start selling them. Well, at a certain point, you might burn yourself out on that. So, like I have a friend who has like a um who has a you know, quote unquote side hustle. Um, they make um like book cozies and like um scrunchies and they do this just in literally in their free time they'll like set up booths and stuff anywhere but it's like she still absolutely loves it and um is 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 good but that doesn't always have like a ton of products sometimes goes in with other people i have Mm -hmm. another i have another friend who on the side she makes jewelry but she only does it when she wants to and she has it like other things and it's still like very much you know not a huge chore but it does risk becoming that especially when you're doing design stuff because that is you staring at a screen creating the thing and that becomes very exhausting like yeah. i think i think i think more tactile things that you do with your hands like have a lower risk of you burning out on them than mm-hmm. staring at a screen especially because with your job you already stare at one all day this is true i mean most of my like quote unquote well, they're not side hustles. They're just projects that I work on. But, you know, when I said I needed something more tactile because all my side projects are digital based. It's brain work. It is. It's brain work. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm either writing or I'm designing. It's based. That's what I'm doing. I'm writing or I'm designing. And yeah, it would be nice to have something a little bit more tactile, you know, but also I don't want to, you know, I'm, I don't, again, I don't want to, I'd like to make money doing something that I like, but I'd also, I don't want to hate it in 20 years or 10 years, you know, and be like, wow, this thing that I love that I just hate so much now. Well, yeah, that's a, and that's the thing. Like job hopping is not even really a thing. Like, you know, I know like you say in 20, you're going to hate it in 20 years. Like, well, by then you're almost going to be retiring. So go ahead and. Well, that's uh, what people do when they retire then though is yeah. Yeah. Like just do hobbies. So, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, then you get to do like whatever else you want to do. I yeah. Mean, me, I'm just like jumping from thing to thing because I'm like, I am, but the, I mean, I did stay at one, uh, I've, I've kind of gone to like one place to work several times, but one of the jobs I stayed in for a solid, uh, four years almost it was almost four solid years in one job position which for me for a full-time day job not Mm. one of my side hustles because it's like all like even that zales i would quit and go back yeah um but for what for me to stay in one job for more than three years was amazing and i did actually love that job there was just no way forward it did reach that like point where it's like this is no longer interesting to me because there's nothing more for you to offer me here with this so i left and did something else uh which was cash out my retirement and do lots of drugs Uh, (laughs) 
Well, now though, I mean, uh, you know, Gen Z kids aren't even, you know, there is, they're not staying in one job. They are job. No. And they're doing it in such a wonderful, inspiring way for me, because sometimes they're just not even giving notice. They're literally just walking out and going and getting another job. Like, 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 like there are a lot of people who are doing stuff like that, who they might give notice, but, or they're doing the thing where it's like, I'm not asking you for time off i'm telling you when i'm not going to be here mm-hmm. and um you know if the like if the vibes are off they'll just walk out and i'm by they i mean i'm not talking about like this ha- is happening millions upon millions across the board but there are a lot of young people who are in fact just saying bye you are not providing right, me with don't... an environment that i want to be a part of it's like these toxic work environments will not fly anymore mm-hmm. because the because the young people are not going to like take it and i i'm here for that i think that there is a slippery slope there sometimes however i am so radical that i'm just like you know what i just sound old when i say that well it's not like it was before you don't stay in a place and move up you know it's yeah there's a lot of times it's outside hires that Mm -hmm. get you know the new jobs you know it's not oh god like baby like baby boomers that like got pensions like yeah, they had they had like, unions and pensions. I think like pensions what? are now just for like government workers now. They don't exist anymore, or unless you were um the pension just system cops. existed. I, yeah, like uh, certain the, civil service workers. Yeah, that might be it. And certain like corporations still have kind of that idea, but mm-hmm. like really the idea of a pension is like just from having a union. Yeah, and there there are pensions still in existence, but it's mostly for public service workers. Um, I believe um, the institution I work for stopped offering one of the pension programs recently because oh. it was like a because it was a it was a program like it, it's like a retirement retirement. That's really yeah. what a pension is, but it's a specific um, it's a specific type of account that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe they just stopped offering well, that yeah, recently, like, well, which made. Got- made a ton of people mad because it seems like the last people who even bought into that program were Gen Xers um, because the only people I necessarily knew at the institution who bought into that one instead of the 403B, which is a 401k for a public sector, um, the people who bought into the pension program were not people my age at mm-hmm. all. And um, a friend of mine who was a Gen Xer when I was working there was trying to tell me like, no, you should get in the pension program. And, this is it. and in my head, I was like, no, there's no way, there's no way that it, that's going to last. There's absolutely no way they're going to keep that going for us. And I was right. Like he still had that optimism or just sort of like the boomers told me to do this thing. My parents yeah. told me to do this thing and the people one generation above me told me to do this thing. So I've been doing this thing and it's going well. By the time it gets to me, a millennial, I already see the writing on the wall because I've already been through this. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm seeing how everything is collapsing. They are not going to keep this pension program working. And mm-hmm. so they did. They finally um, cut it off. And then they, I think they rolled everybody into a 403 401k. Yeah. yeah, they rolled everybody into well, some other type of account or something. But yeah. it, was, it was just like, I... I have not listened to a baby boomer's advice about anything. Is that a problem sometimes? Maybe. 
maybe don't they're like maybe don't quit your job all the time and i'm just like well maybe fuck you um <laughs> you you look miserable and i'm so happy but you also have a boat and i don't so <laughs> and meat's expensive today <laughs> I, do, I do not even own a home but you have a boat okay um so maybe maybe you've done something right but they got the good economy we didn't get the good economy yes it's true. like i have i mean i could pull up articles about articles and like quote everything about how we got shafted economically and financially and uh so that's why we that's why we work or attempt to work as much as possible because mm-hmm. frankly yeah, I, I, mean, I do it because i'm just like there's nothing else to do i don't make money well why not i mean we live in this again I, capital hellscape we might as, as well as stated in a previous episode i no longer date so i have free time well like even when i was saying like uh, i you know i'm married now so like i have someone to share you know financial burden with which Mm. is nice but it sucks i'm finding that i'm still financially burdened because things are my you know my pay isn't going up you know and things are going up you know like everything else is getting expensive but like the pay isn't and yeah i have something someone to help me with household expenses but i had a roommate before my husband so i kind of already had that you know like i'm but you know it's it is it is definitely a lot easier with two people and i really am very lucky and we don't have any kids and i've and i and that's really great and we don't have to grind and hustle and i don't have to get a second job or he doesn't have to get a second job but it's still you know i still have a budget and we can't we have to stick within you know we can only get this amount of groceries every you know when we get paid and we can't you know go you know eat out all the time and we can't spend you know willy-nilly on this and that like because things are expensive and we only have so much money and while you know like old people like to say oh i'm on a fixed income because my social security well i'm also on a fixed income because i only get two paychecks a month and they are the exact same every month (laughs) yeah that's true (laughs) yeah yeah you know and like i try i don't know what my paychecks are going to be it's always a it's always a surprise it's always a surprise see and that would that's that's i've I've, like i live like that in my 20s where you know i was like what you know paycheck here just paid what i could and yeah you know and i i moved a lot and i didn't have phone for a long time i mean back then you know not everybody had wasn't a big deal it wasn't a gigantic deal I, I could live on my own okay, but it, when, God, I swear, it's just it's like within the last six years, things just shot up, it seems, and and luckily, like, my car payment's pretty low, and it's going to be paid off um, in about a year, so, yeah. like, that'll be nice, um, but I can't, I, I I don't wanna I don't wanna hustle. I don't I don't wanna hustle. You shouldn't have to. I mean that's really the thing. It's just like, you know, I have no explanation for why I do this. I don't necessarily have to. I could very easily go out and get a full-time job and make a decent amount of money. I've had those opportunities presented to me. I just sort of live like this because I have plans in my head. Mm. And it's like this seems like you know the path to get there yeah and it's been helpful so far but it's it is you know it's not what people should be doing 
be forced to be doing. So really, I am in a way doing this by choice because I can, in fact, go get a full-time day job and make plenty of money. I could do that. However, that's not going to give me any amount of joy, depending on what it is. Mm-hmm. And I don't, like I said, I don't want to do something soulless all day mm-hmm. and something I don't believe in that isn't, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be fun. It doesn't be like a hoot all the time, but something interesting. Like I want to mm-hmm. do something interesting with my days. And if I, if I can't do that, then um, I don't know. I'll, I'll, if I have to, just like I did last year, if I have to, I'll go do it for a little while and then yeah. stop. Yeah. But right now, right now it's like it, there was a plan. I'm executing on the plan. And then hopefully um, I can take a nap when I'm dead. Well, really, you know, it's a whole, like, yeah, the economy is kind of fucked right now. And, and there's a recession coming and the housing market's going to collapse and all that fun stuff. Well, the recession's already here, but. All the fun things. Yeah. But, you know, generally though it's a whole new world out there and you can do everyone's doing all kinds of things differently so Mm -hmm. you know and boomers and gen x well boomers told gen x do it this way gen x told us do it this way and we're yeah and millennials are the first to be like well it's not really working out for us so maybe we'll try something out differently and you know and while yeah i've had my job for nine years and i've had my stable paycheck and whatever it does suck the life out of me because Mm -hmm. i'm burnt i'm burnt the fuck out you yeah. know, I can do my job in my sleep because it's so repetitive and it's the same thing over and over again. Like I can literally watch YouTube while I do my job and pay attention to both and do both accurately because I've been doing it for so long. Right. You know, yeah. and while, but so, it, but that's the trade, right? You know, yeah. I get, I get the, I get stable but paycheck i get yeah. i get health insurance that's a pretty good but, skill though <laughs> yeah i run some pretty good skills there you know but i'm i'm it's just like it's the trade-off it's like you but you get to trade. have you get to have your 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 time where you are and you have your evenings and weekends this is you true have, I, that's you what go i want vacation you go you save up your money you go on vacation that's what i wanted you yeah. know you do you do all your you do all your stuff and you have you have the type of work life thing that I haven't had in a really long time. So, you know, but I, I literally, when I'm, when I'm stuck with now, what happens is when I'm stuck with an evening, if I'm, you know, this is my one, my one evening off this week, and this is what I'm doing and I'm happy to do it because otherwise I would be sitting on my couch scrolling through like streaming services and not watching anything. I would just literally just be watching the scroll like that Uh, or i would be analysis paralysis yeah or i would just be sitting here scrolling through web pages or something like i would just Mm. be doing mindless or finding like brain busy work something for my brain to do yeah and but not a hobby i'm not gonna read a book (laughs) i'm not gonna i'm not gonna read a book i'm not gonna i'm not i don't have a hobby i i might do some dishes and then just stare at a stare at a screen Mm. until you know to stare at tiktok videos until i decide i want to go to bed yeah and that's it like that that's what i do and so it's not like i i get off work and it's just like oh work sucked so bad 
now I need to do something fun that makes me happy. Now it's just like, I had a fun little day doing all this brain work. And now I'm just like, now I want to stare at the wall. We have the exact opposite life. It's like you stare mindlessly at work all day. I stare joyfully at work all day. And then we we get done with work and we switch. And I just sort of like turn into a zombie. Yeah, I get yeah. what you mean. It does. That's what I, yeah, after work though, that's my You have your time. cart. You have your cart. I do. It is my, I do have my brain cart. You have I your love brain my cart. brain carts. Yeah, it is my joy. I love my brain cart. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I wish I had something like that, but I, I can't be bothered. <laughs> can't be bothered to do it. My cart of projects. Yeah. Full of, yeah. Well, you know, like, that's the thing. I mean, that's, if we got to live in a capital society where they, we have to work because you're worthless if you don't, you know. Oh, yeah. Capitalism is bogus. Yeah, for sure. Then fine. Okay. But in uh, I'll work your nine to five, eight to five that I choose, you know, but yeah, give me nights and weekends. Give me my brain cart. Give me Mm -hmm. my, you know, dinners with my girlfriends and yeah, we're good. Maybe someday. Maybe someday. (laughs) Well, what is it like? Mm -hmm. Well, you're, you're, you're going for your master's, right? Like folklore. Ooh, just just like lay it all out there so i'm sure that anybody who listens who's a stranger who's just like what is it that she even does that doesn't have any money in it it's folklore bitch like (laughs) there's no money in it but there's so much joy there's so much joy yeah well it's a lot of fun folklore is so much fun oh yeah 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 yeah. it is it is just it's like my favorite thing and it's exactly all of the different academic research that I've ever done or ever been into is all encompassed in this one field. It's mm-hmm. fantastic. It's like cultural anthropology, um, history, art history, like theater, music, all these things are under this umbrella and it is fantastic. There's some money in it. Like, you know, I can get a really good job with it. There are lots of different, there are lots of different jobs I can get with a master's degree in folklore. Um, but museum school, museum research. studies, like libraries. I can also get a, a library science degree and work in libraries, yeah, uh, or get some sort of archival certification. So, there are a lot of I have a lot of options, um, when it comes to what I'm going to do eventually. But right now, I just want to go to grad school and well, I have my folk and I have a folklore job, so like, like yeah. I'm actively working in the field and I'm doing that. Like that's part of like this hustle grind thing right now is like I'm actively working in the field that I want to be a part of. So, mm-hmm. and I'm doing it because A, I love it and B, because it will aid me in my educational goals. Right. And, um, oh no, I have to oh, see. I just thought of something else I got to do, Jackie. <laughs> a what? job I have to apply for. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm applying for an internship at the Library of Congress. And I Oh have... fun. Yes. It's very competitive, but I was assured by somebody who knows anything that I am a competitive candidate. So I mean it's like it's not all like it's you know, I'm doing good out here in that's terms like, of like my stuff, that's, but that's a college application nearly. Like I bet that that's gonna take it's hours not, to it, complete. Really? No, it's a job I, application essentially. I, Okay, I'm thinking like they want like a whole thing and a, no, they know. just want they just want a cover letter in my CV and like oh and contact info for like two people who want to be my reference. Like I don't even oh. have to like provide a reference; they they will get that for me. Oh, so 
so yeah, so I'm applying to this Library of Congress job, and it's oh, paid. Nice. It's a it's a paid internship. So, oh wow! Yeah, which that is really that's what was really exciting because I saw it. I was like, oh, an internship, but I saw that it was paid, and the pay is not awesome, but it is um, pretty good. How long is it's the internship for? Ten weeks, and it could be um, remote, or um it could have it could be remote hybrid or i would have to be on site just depending on what project i would get assigned to Ooh, fun so if i have to go out there that's going to be a nightmare but financially it'll be a nightmare because i'll have to figure out how to pay for it because uh, the dc area the surrounding states around dc it's all expensive very expensive and the amount of money they're willing to pay is not not enough so yeah um, so yeah, so I'd have to like look into that, but I'm hoping it's remote because the pay is very, very good mm-hmm. um, for staying here. Yeah. Especially for full, because they want full time. They want yeah. full time. But That would be awesome. We'll yeah. So that, so, you know, me hustling like this, like I said, is like not without an end in mind. There might be some bumps and some forks in the road, but they always kind of lead to the same place. Mm-hmm. um and i and i stand by my choices because what <laughs> i kind of have to um, well yeah you know i mean it's your you your life and it's not like you know you're yeah. really affecting anyone directly you're not you don't have any dependents you know yeah. you got no yeah. one that's directly affected by you know what job yeah. that you have necessarily yeah so. i set a goal i set a goal i go out and i try and achieve it and if i don't yeah. well, what fine yeah else yeah like like, that's the thing i think a lot of people and it was very much ingrained in me because i was i was raised by the silent generation like we've talked about Mm. and um like just doing the thing and sticking with it like that was that's what you do like you don't change your mind you make a decision and you stick with it so like you get a job unless there's an extraordinary compelling extraordinarily compelling reason to quit that job you stick with it until you retire yeah and or until you're dead like seriously that's like you just you pick the career job and go do it you pick it and you stick with it yeah and mm-hmm. unless you're you know trying to get like you know they always understood if i like wanted a promotion or something they just never understood when i just quit a job because i wanted to mm-hmm. like one day i took a day off like even like when with my pto sometimes it would be like you know did you get fired why are you like visiting us in the middle of the week and i'm like i took a day off can you do that like are they gonna fire you for that i'm like i took my vacation time and took a day off because i wanted to just like i just wanted to like tool around town right they didn't understand that and they thought that i was a degenerate my grandfather still thinks i'm gonna go to jail well he might get his wish um (laughs) But not right now and not for what you would expect it to be. <laughs> but yeah, uh, he just always, he still, and it's, you know, I'm a single poor woman. Like, of course I'm going to go to jail. <laughs> of course I'm going to do something stupid and go to jail. Um, but no, except, you know, they, they just don't understand. They don't understand that just because I do a bunch of different jobs doesn't make me lazy. Yeah. Like, cause that, that happens too, where it's just like, you know, having three jobs, like somehow I'm still lazy because I won't get a full-time job. Mm-hmm. Because I won't get a full-time one. 
but I'm working like 65 hours a week. Yeah. But I'm still some I'm still somehow lazy because I take my 2:30 p.m. nap. No, it's not normal. I just, not in America. <laughs> I just gamed the system so I could get a nap. <laughs> it's called a siesta. It's my siesta time. Siesta. They're just jealous. Probably. I mean, I. I mean, I'm not taking a two. I'm at home and I'm not taking a two thirty nap. You know. I'm, oh yeah, I know. You're not a napper though. No, I'm not. No. I don't understand how people can have, can do it. I am just, I'm a very tired person. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's. As we've established, like, that's what, <laughs> just... that's what this episode is going to be, like, called. Like, Dina is fucking tired. Dina's fucking tired. <laughs> Dina's fucking tired. This is going to be, like, explicit content. Dina's fucking tired. Well, I don't know about you, D, but uh, that was a hustle, just talking about hustling. Sure, I'm very tired. <laughs> I'm very tired after this conversation. I was doing okay. I was having a good day. Now I'm like, oh, I'm so exhausted. Well, that we can blame that on me for not knowing how email works. But what we have learned today, I think, is that Dina will hustle and Jackie will grind until her soul. <laughs> I will hustle. You will grind. Yes. There we go. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and that is why we are a great team. It's true. Go team. <laughs> go team. Well, everyone, I want to thank you for listening to the Bar Mirror podcast. Remember to tip your servers and bartenders. Andy, I will talk to you next week. I'll be here. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.